it literally stops the flow of communication. Because if you think you're always right and your spouse is always wrong, what's left to talk about? <laughs> I mean, you're going to talk about how right you are? That's, that's pretty much it. So what if you're right? It's not good for your marriage. Dr. Noelle Nelson explains why. Stay tuned. Valentine's Day is just around the corner and we've got you covered. Visit tourinandtasting.com and check out the gifts section within their store to find some fantastic Valentine's Day wine baskets with free shipping. Baskets start at just $65, but we can even help you there. Enter the promo code HITCHED when you check out and you'll get an additional 10% off. Place your order by February 6th so it arrives in time for Valentine's Day. Again, that's tourinandtasting.com. Hey everybody, welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, Editor-in-Chief of HitchedMag.com, and I am once again joined with the always fantastic, knowledgeable, lovely Dr. Noelle Nelson. Hi, Noelle. Hi, Steve. So I'm really excited about today's topic, um, which is what's so wrong about being right? And I'm sure everybody uh, who's married at some point or another uh, turned to their spouse and has said, but I'm right. This, These are the facts. This is what happened. I'm right. Uh, but what we're going to talk about today is sometimes when you're right, uh, expressing that may not be the best thing uh, for the conversation. Um, I, I guess you, I mean, you've come across this, right, Noelle, in, in the work that you've done? I absolutely have. And, you know, I remember in particular, Steve, working with a couple in counseling, and he was making a point, um, very legitimate point, and the wife was arguing her side of it, equally legitimate points, and finally, completely exasperated, the wife just threw up her hands and said, you're right, okay, you're right, you're always right. And her husband very calmly said, yes, I am. And then, Steve, there was dead silence. And that, right there, that is the problem with being right. Okay. It literally stops the flow of communication. Because if you think you're always right and your spouse is always wrong, what's left to talk about? Mm. <laughs> I mean, you're going to talk about how right you are? That's, that's pretty much it. Is, it. is it that you lose the nuance of the conversation when it stopped? You lose the whole darn conversation. There's nowhere to go. <laughs> Literally, there is nowhere to go. So what you lose when you lose the conversation, Stephen, this is the deeper point. Okay. You lose the connection between the people. Ah, uh, okay. Okay, so yeah. okay, so the conversation stops. But what if you are right? Aren't there times legitimately when one spouse is right and the other is wrong? Like the house is on fire and one spouse says, we got to get out of here. And the other says, I got to get my computer. Well, <laughs> I do like the drama of it, and that is an interesting case in point. But here's the thing. 
both spouses think they are right. Mm. I mean, the we got to get out of here like right the second spouse is is certain that they'll die if they don't get out now. Mm-hmm. And the I got to get my computer spouse thinks that they still have a couple of minutes and they're willing to make a dash for it because whatever's on that computer is that valuable to him or her. Which, oh, by the way, we could have put a plug in here for cloud. <laughs> <laughs> right. You don't have to rush into a running house, but yes. whatever. And the thing with this is that both spouses could argue their points of view endlessly because I guarantee you, Steve, they both think they are right. Okay. So, I mean, so if both spouses are right uh, for their own individual reasons um, and, and, I I thought I was throwing like this really extreme example at you, uh, but you're right. If if I mean those are both their realities. One says I can get in there in time to get my computer and get out, and it's got every family photo we've taken for the last decade on it. Um, and the other spouse is we got to get out of here because the house is going to burn down and we're all going to die. Uh, that's legitimate as well. So if for for their own individual reasons they're both right, where does that leave the I'm right, you're wrong debate then? Nowhere, which is where it belongs. In other words, I'm right, you're wrong has absolutely no place in a marriage. Neither does I'm wrong, you're right. See, anytime you declare someone wrong, you put them down. You make the wrong person a loser, including yourself, if you put yourself in that wrong category. And that is absolute death. Think about what it does to your self-esteem. Or what it does to the esteem in which you no longer hold the other person. Mm. It, it severs that so important connection between the two of us, the, 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 the people in the couple, which is mutual regard, high regard, respect for each other. That's the stuff that knits people together. You start looking at yourself as a loser or your partner as a loser. I'm sorry. Your marriage is about to go down the toilet. Okay. So it really it starts putting one spouse on a different uh level than the other then when it comes yes, to Yes, and things? it's a yes, and it's a different em- emotional level. It it literally frays the connection. It's difficult to stay in love with someone when you either think they are a loser in some way mm-hmm. or when you think you are a loser in some way. It's difficult to keep that that, that energy, if you will, of closeness and of regard going between the two. This makes me think back to an episode we did not too long ago about uh, treating uh, – be- parenting your spouse. Um, yes. And this seems to feel like it falls somewhat in that vein of if you're the one that's always calling your spouse out and saying that you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong – it seems that you would begin to take on that that i guess that level um in the dynamic of the relationship or if you're the spouse that says you're right you're right you're right all the time it would seem to put them in that child position of just deferring to the quote unquote grown up in the room and what does that do to you yeah I mean, frankly, if you're going, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you can almost feel, if you just repeat those words to yourself, you can feel your insides crumbling. Mm-hmm. Where's the desire to reach out in love at that point? Mm-hmm. Or if you're the one going, I'm right, and there's a great Broadway song, I'm holier than thou. <laughs> if you're pulling the I'm holier than thou routine on your spouse, 
how eager does that make you to to be rushing into their arms? Yeah. Not. Yeah. And we've actually talked about uh, we, we, it's so funny because we spend so much time trying to negate conflict within relationships and marriage. Uh, but we've also talked about how sometimes just that little, that little bit of friction between the two of you is what's needed to keep that passion going. Um, you got to stand up as individual people. Yeah. So if you just defer all the time or if you just constantly shoot your partner down and say, I'm right, you're wrong, conversation over – uh, that will never have an opportunity to materialize. Correct. And there's a lot less fun in the relationship. And fun is important. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so – but what about the situation where you've done something that you agree was inappropriate or that you failed to keep your word or something along those lines? For example, um, you both agreed that if um, – let's say I was going out at night and I said if I'm going to stay out later than midnight – I'll call you uh, to my wife and uh, it's one o'clock and I stumble home at one thirty, and I never called and I failed to call, uh, broke the agreement that we had um, and I own up to that. I, You know what? I, I'm really sorry. I was wrong. You were right. Um, or if I don't even say anything and they call me out on it and say, hey, uh, you promised to call last night and you didn't. Uh, is that a situation where something like that is okay? Well, you can always say you're right. Mm -hmm. It's going to stop the conversation. Okay. But sometimes you want to stop the conversation. <laughs> Especially sometimes if you're in the wrong. You know yeah. you were, right. You know you were a damn fool to stumble in uh, when, you, when you're perfectly aware that your wife was sitting up worrying because you mm -hmm. don't usually do that. You know, yeah. you call. Um and so sometimes you want to stop the conversation, and that's fine. You know, in all of the things that we talk about, Steve, it's always a matter of being aware so you can make informed choices. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There, there's really nothing on earth that's wrong, 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 but there are an awful lot of things where we just sort of operate on unconscious or by default. Yeah. And that's the whole point of this conversation today, which is don't, don't do it by default. Don't just, you're wrong, I'm right, I'm right, you're wrong. Think about if you if you want to categorically go say, you know, you're right, that's that's fine, but you're gonna end the conversation. So for the most part, you'd be better off to say something more like, and you actually kind of use some of these words, Steve. I agree. I broke our agreement. I'm sorry. And take it from there. In other words, maybe there needs to be a new conversation about how when you get really focused on things or you're out with the guys and, and it is hard for you to either break your concentration or, or leave the, the guy conversation and make that phone call. Or maybe it's an opportunity to review the agreement and see if it makes more sense for whoever's concerned about the lateness to do the calling. I mean, there's an infinite number of choices about how you can take this thing. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's really up to you to be conscious about it, knowing if you say you're right, that's fine. But yeah. you're ending the conversation. So you have a better chance at staying connected with your spouse if, you're, if you keep the conversation open. So really what we're talking about is we're giving people the tools uh, to make an informed decision to whether, whether or not they want the conversation to keep going or not. Um, and exactly. In, and in a situation like this, it may be that they know they were wrong. Their spouse knows they were wrong. They acknowledged it. I was wrong. You were right. Do we really need to go any further than that? And they may or may not want to have that. If it's you know a once in a 
blue moon type right. thing. It's like, you know what? This isn't a real issue in our relationship. We don't really need to dig into the nuts and bolts. But if it's a habitual thing, maybe we start talking about, you know what? I realize you can't get away from the poker table with your friends uh, and take right. a phone call, but maybe a text would be the new agreement right. so that right. you can do it in silence. Um, now, I, one last thing really quick here is you say that this stops the conversation, and 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 I'm not disputing that, although I will say there's probably listeners out there who have been in a situation where they say, you know what, you're right, I'm sorry, but their spouse, ha- f- their anger has built up, and they feel the need to vent all that frustration that has been building up waiting for their spouse to come home and they got to let it all out, even though their spouse said, you're right. Um, how do you handle that situation where you screwed up, you you come, you came home late, you didn't call when you were supposed to, you, you get home, you apologize, you say, I'm sorry, you were right. And then your spouse berates you uh, for breaking the agreement, even though you were, you listen to this podcast and you're like, well, I know I'm going to be able to just skate out of this one by just, acknowledging my shortcomings if you've said you're right and your spouse feels a need to berate you vent etc you shut up and listen (laughs) i'm sorry to put it that bluntly but literally you did mess up Uh this is your you in a sense you're going to eat it however the best thing to do is not argue if you wanted that conversation to stop with the words you're right then Listen respectfully because you did screw up and your spouse has a right to be angry. Just don't argue with it. Leave it alone. Wait till they're done. And then at the very end, say, I'm sorry, you are right. And, as, and I, you know, I'm doing my best not to do this again or whatever you need to do in, in terms of, of repair. Mm-hmm. But frankly, it's, it's, it's not an, saying you're right is not a, um, a, a free pass. It's not a get out of jail free card. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Thank you very much. It is not that at all. And that's not the sentiment in which this podcast was, was originated. Uh-huh. It's really understanding that if you genuinely mean you're right, then say it and live with the consequences. But otherwise, don't just use it as a mm, sort of something you sling out there. Yeah. You know, in in order to lord it over or 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 get away from the discussion or whatever, don't do that. Okay, don't do that. Be <laughs> be you know, put on your big girl or boy, or big boy panties and understand that a marriage is a conversation. Mm. And the more you're willing to keep that open, doesn't mean you have to dig down to the depths of despair with it. Yeah. But you know, a conversation. The better off you are, and that you're right, I'm wrong, I'm wrong, you're right, just tends to cut that thing off. Yeah. And you know, sometimes you you need to take your medicine. I mean, that's that's yeah. really what it comes down to, especially when you know you're in the wrong. Um oh, yeah. So, uh okay, I I think we got this one nailed down. Um and uh hopefully if you guys have any situations uh like this where this 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 you made your informed decision and it worked out for you one way or the other or you know it, it unfolded as we have described uh let us know we're always interested to hear your stories um and if if something went awry let us know um how that played out as well you can um click a the podcast button uh on our podcast or the email button on our podcast page uh, on hitchmag.com and, and let us know. It'll go directly to us. And so we can read those things. Um, and you know, we may, you know, you can let us know if you don't want us to read it on air or anything, but, um, that is, uh, that's going to do it for us this week, Noel. So thank you so much for your time. It's always a pleasure. 
Thank you, Steve. Uh, before you guys uh, tune out here, I want to remind you. First, I want to say Happy New Year. Um, I, you know, I think this will probably be one of the first episodes to air after uh, 2014 has begun. Uh, so I want to wish everybody a Happy New Year and uh, challenge everybody to make this the year that you focus on improving your relationship just a little bit. You don't have to, you know, you don't have to do a complete overhaul. But um, if you're listening to this podcast, you've taken a first step. Your your show interest and so I applaud you for that uh, but you know challenge yourself to you know there's always something that you can improve upon and I know I you know I eat sleep and breathe this stuff and I know there's still things that I can improve on as well so uh, let's let's all make that challenge and the world will be a better place um, but before that happens uh, Noel has tons of information and, and advice for you you can get all that at her website, noelnelson.com. She is the author of many best-selling books. Um, her most recent relationship books are Your Man is Wonderful. Um, also, there's another one, Dangerous Relationships, amongst many. Uh, and she has a new one out um, for you business-minded folk. Uh, it's Got a Bad Boss. Make uh, uh, And you can get more information at her website, noelnelson.com, about where to get that. It is for Kindle readers. And uh, if you're unfamiliar, Kindle readers, uh, you can obviously you can read them on the Amazon Kindle. Uh, but you can get the reader app on all of your devices. So iPhones, Android, Windows Phone, they all will allow you to download the Kindle app for free and download the book. It is fantastic. Um, and if you're looking to make some changes, if you are in that position uh, to make some changes in the new year, definitely check it out. Uh, you can follow Noelle on Twitter at Dr. Noelle Nelson. Uh, she is also on Facebook and Google+. Uh, we are on all the social platforms as well. Um, we are at uh, Hitched Media on Twitter. Um, that I actually handle that account. Uh, we're on Google+, Tumblr, uh, Pinterest. Uh, you name it, we're there. So uh, if you have any questions, have any thoughts, ideas, um, concerns, uh, there, there's no shortage of ways to reach out and get a hold of us. So please um, use the, the social tools to be social with us. Um, and, but until next time, that is going to do it for this week. So one last time, thank you so much, Noel. Look forward to do, looking forward to doing this again very soon. As I am too. Thank you so much, Steve. <laughs> okay, that's going to do it. All right, take care, everybody. <laughs>